Hey, this is Ben Lesage from the New England Free Jacks, and you're watching the Jacks Rangers show. Huzzah! Huzzah, Rangers! This is Phil Harris here at the Jacks Rangers show, and I am joined with all of the Outriders right now. We have Bozo6, Diamond Dave, and David Lawrence from the Scrum of the Earth podcast. How the hell is everyone? Doing great. Are we going in order? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, look, look, I can do this. Look, look, look. There we go. Whoa, 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 whoa. There we go. All right, now we're back. Now we're back. Let's go in order. Dave, how are you? I'm excellent. <laughs> how are you, Chris? I am storming right along. Storming it. Let's go. Excellent. I'm okay. Good. good. <laughs> I need to storm along myself. Uh, I was uh, like really panicking trying to get everything situated here prior to going live, but uh, we've got it going here. What we're doing in this particular little bonus episode, if you will, we are looking back at our old picks that we made in the offseason, our way too early predictions, if you will, kind of checking in with where we are. Uh, in MLR at the moment, and also going over Diamond's Dave report card. It's a tradition that we do this in the midseason. I believe also in the offseason as well, Dave, we like to to get your little report card going. And also, we'll be giving out some uh, MLR, well, specifically Free Jacks awards, uh, midseason awards. So that should be a lot of fun. Let's get right into it right now with my way too early predictions. Um Looking pretty good so far uh, as I've got the actual standings in front of me right now. In the Eastern Conference, of course, we've got the Euro New England Free Jacks first, uh, the New York Iron Workers second, and Rugby ATL is currently third, uh, Old Glory DC fourth, uh, NOLA Gold fifth, and rounding out uh, the Eastern P uh, Conference punching bags, the Toronto Arrows are in sixth. So that is the, uh, the actual uh, standing. So I wanted to get back to mine right here. So pretty close. I mean, NOLA, we expected them to get into the playoffs here. Hopefully they'll make a, a push there. But Rugby ATL just there in fourth place in mine. So uh, beyond that, we have uh, Bozos here uh, looking yeah. very, very similar to mine, except for I believe I had uh, Toronto as uh, sixth, or excuse me, fifth, and you had uh, – uh, Old Glory DC is uh, fifth, so yeah, looking pretty yeah, good. There. I got the top and the bottom right, and a couple other one. I think one other one, and and that's good enough. Yeah, good enough for right <laughs> now. We'll see how it ends up. Let's see here. We got Diamond Dave's uh, also picking Nola as uh, the third place. You know, I, I think we're consistently saying that New England Free Jacks will be at the top, and then unfortunately, our, our uh, little brothers New York will will be right behind us. And then it's kind of up for grabs in, in uh, yeah. like the the playoff positions. But I think we're all got, kind of going with Nola. I got none of those wrong correct for midseason for three. Four, five. <laughs> I managed to get everybody in the wrong spot. So right, right. We got David Lawrence's. Look at this. Now, this one is a little bit more interesting. You'll notice that third position is a bit, bit uh, different now, than ours. What you guys don't know is when we were recording that, I had been suffering a home invasion by some rogue Mounties. Ah. And they were just off camera threatening me, saying I needed to put Toronto <laughs> much higher on the list, even though we all knew they were going to be at the bottom. There you go. Dan that from Merrimack, take notes on that, that pick right there, please. Makes a lot more sense than just having them in third place. All yeah, 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 it was the Mounties. There you go. Uh, next up, we're going to move over to our Western Conference picks. Bozo, oh, look no. at this now. Whoa, uh, let me Whoa, zoom in on it. Yeah, zoom yeah, right in on the Chicago House. Number one. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, those um, are those enhanced. You know, other than that, you know, Legion makes a lot of sense. Uh, I think they're currently in first place in the West right yeah. now. So um, Seattle, great pick. Um, Houston is going to be in there right in the end as well, I think. I think people are really surprised with what Utah is doing right now. Um, they beat the Free Jackson and kind of been on a, t- a little bit of a tear uh, recently. But, um, yeah, that Chicago Hounds sticks out like a sore thumb. We all got fooled by them, but some more than others, except for I, I just trashed him a little bit. But, uh, David Lawrence, you were <laughs> absolutely right about the Hounds. At least at the midseason point, they're not looking too hot at the moment. So, so can I ask you a quick question? Do you have the Western Conference standings up right now in front of you? I do. Did uh, I get I Did I get any of them right, or did you I know, go over? You know what's funny? <laughs> if you take your hounds and move them from first to last, and just bump everybody up one, you did pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> like, <laughs> let me just read it off right now. The actual midseason uh, MLR.com standings are um, this: uh, San Diego Legion is at first, um, Houston Sabercats second, Seattle SeaWolves third, Utah Warriors in fourth. Dallas Jackals in fifth, and wow, Chicago Hounds in sixth place. Unreal. I would have guessed this. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What's funny about the West is like you have Utah Warriors in fourth place Mm -hmm. with a six and two record. It's like the biggest fourth place team in the history of, you know, MLR. The the West is a brawl. It sure is. Between those top, really like top four teams um mm-hmm. any of them could make the playoffs so one of the things that I, I i think i mentioned is that you know when we lost to to utah i said watch out for this team they could really go on a run right now and, yeah. and put some stuff together to maybe claw themselves into a playoff position and it does seem like the west is really duking it out it's like you know a couple of heavyweights just beating the hell out of each other and hopefully at the end of the season that benefits the eastern conference team because they're just going to be tattered over there in the west and maybe we can pick them off that's kind of you know wishful thinking at this point who knows how it's going to go down uh, but let's move over to Dave's pick here. Dave, uh, well, you know, not too, not not as fooled as Bozo with the the Chicago Hounds, but in <laughs> yeah. second place here. Look at that uh, that uh, that sneaky Utah pick above Seattle is interesting there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move over to David's here. Uh, David, the only Ooh. one that had well, well, here's here's the thing: the Chicago Hounds pick pick looks like a million bucks but look at the legion in sixth place that looks like absolute wow. dog water wow. for that one it, it was surfers who had invaded my house and yes. they were also threatening me i think that's actually uh what is that airheads the movie that sounds uh sounds pretty close to that actually um wow there we go. uh so for me you know i picked the legion at the beginning of the season probably to go all the way at least to the uh, eastern conference finals um and we got Houston there in second place. I expect them to be in the playoff hunt for sure, maybe for that third place. Chicago Hounds, I was less fooled by them, but I was assuming that they would get into the playoffs at least. I think my the biggest thing here is uh, so I've got Seattle a little bit too low here. Uh, I was a little bit disrespectful to them, unfortunately, uh, in our way too early predictions, saying that they would lose out to the Chicago Hounds for that third place spot. So. Uh, doesn't look too great there. I, yeah, I think we can all say that we're not experts about the Western Conference. We caught, we, you know, closely follow these because that's where the uh, the Free Jacks are. So, yeah, I ranked Seattle near the bottom in mine. I think just because I was mm-hmm. like, it's about time for them to have an off year. Right. <laughs> seems, yeah. Seems like probably they won't be good every year. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they're definitely proving us wrong right now for sure. What we got next? Okay, uh, most valuable player. This is interesting here. So uh, me and Dave, uh, D- Diamond Dave, 
picking um, Mitch Wilson, and it kind of seemed like an easy pick. Unfortunately, mm. he's been out the past two weeks with uh, concussion-like symptoms. Bozo looking like a million bucks here with Wean Conradi, who's actually been on a tear, and we're going to talk about here, I'm, I'm sure, a little bit later on when we get to the awards. Uh, if you look at the MLR stats on MLR.com right now, He's leading uh, at least one category in the entire MLR. He's had a fantastic year. And, of course, David, unfortunately, um, number one free jack of all time, the captain, Josh Larson, uh, will not be continuing the season due to injuries. So, uh, unfortunate for him for sure. Let's move yeah, over thanks, to – Josh. Yeah, gosh. <laughs> yeah, jeez. Very rude. Yeah, you couldn't get your soul, shoulder fixed. So you had to take the rest of the year off. Come on, he's man. got it in for Wow, these are some great picks right here. These, wow, yeah. we really look this, at this. These are huh? some great picks. Most looking Hell forward yeah. to new players. Uh, so for me, it's the current captain of the team, uh, Mitch Jacobson. I uh, figured he'd come in here and, and absolutely have a tear. And uh, definitely from a leadership standpoint, he's done that, and he continues to start. Um, in, in the flanker position. So I think he's done a fantastic job so far. Dave with a very, very excellent pick. My um, ML, uh, excuse me, uh, MVP of this week um, for yeah. the last week's game is Andrew Quatran, uh, who was my favorite, I think, ever announcement of a, a signing or a trade. And then we've got uh, Bozo here with Samisi. He's done, a, he's done a pretty good job. So, I mean, came in for Josh a couple of times when he was injured uh, starting, and he's done a very, very admirable job at the uh, second row position. And then David Lawrence here with uh, the Crocodile Hunter, who's been fantastic, almost killed a guy. What was that? Uh, was, was that against the um, – <laughs> That was at home against um, was it uh, Chicago? Ran somebody yeah. over and knocked him in the next. Yeah, week. yeah, the big bump off, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah yes. Looked great doing that. Treated uh, that guy like a crocodile. Sure did. <laughs> and look at this: all of us selecting Jason Potras as the ding. leading point scorer, and uh, he is second in the lead uh, league right now with uh, points scored. So that's an excellent um little insight on our part there in our way too early predictions he's doing a fantastic job most looking forward to retained um got all different picks here i went with uh, iron man mitch wilson we got dave with um john poland both of them you know john poland especially having like an mlr mvp caliber type of season um we've got the eagle for bozo and uh the vampire holden youngert for david lawrence um a great rotation player, I would say, there for the uh, most Vanguard. underrated guy in the MLR, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I doubled down on that and bought his uh, jersey from the auction too. There you yeah. go. Hell yeah! Good job. I would say that um, he's like the sixth man. Like you know, there's like the sixth man award in NBA every single year. He's definitely our you know coming off the bench, tearing it up type of great player. Yep. Uh, let's see here. Way too early prediction for the leading try score. I had Mitch. I had Mitch everywhere on this thing really was expecting to have him uh, have him have a breakout year i guess it's still possible right now unfortunately he's injured uh speaking of injury woes but definitely returning in a big way is larue milan uh just back for the past two games and has really put himself into a great position um maybe made an argument for himself to start at the center position going forward he's already uh, what an amazing three, pick that would have been tries in two games so. yeah yeah so just imagine, imagine he didn't if, get hurt it, yeah. That's what I was about to say, Bozo. Yeah. Imagine if he had been here the whole year. He might be like MVP caliber type of performance. And then Bozo going with me with Mitch Wilson. And then oh, yeah. David, um, you know, with the wrecking ball, Paula Bellancana, 
who's yeah. got, I believe, Cha-ching. six tries six, right now. Yeah, the yeah. pick for, for midseason. That's Credit a great, David. yep, for sure. Great job there. Um, so let's move into the. By the way, way he's tied, he's he's, mm-hmm. he's listed as fourth on their website, but he's really second because there's two guys with eight and two guys with six. So yep, there you go, there you go. Uh, so bozos win losses here. Uh, looking, yeah. So you predicted just like I did that, that we would lose to the Legion, um, also lose to Utah. You expected a loss against your world beater Chicago Hounds. That didn't happen. <laughs> but I will say this, you know, I definitely picked. Uh, I whiffed on the whole away to Toronto. I think I just had too much PTSD from last year. So um, looking good so far. Let me see here. Um, David, you are, excuse me, Dave, you had predicted a loss uh, away at New York. You were there and I was too. So glad that they actually won that game. Absolutely. Um, Yep. So let me see here. Okay. Uh, We got David Lawrence here with uh, a loss as well. Uh, They're thinking it down there in New York, but a a huge winning streak coming up here. And hopefully we can keep that going. Um, And with myself, uh, the only thing here is, you know, I, I predicted the loss uh, to Utah, I predicted the loss to San Diego, but just that that uh, Toronto pick uh, slipped me up a little bit there so far. So you would have been perfect if not for that. Exactly, you would have literally yeah. called their schedule exactly. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I crazy. mean, listen, if they didn't have twelve injuries and stuff like that, it could have been a it, yeah, it could have been, been a closer pick. game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that is all set. Let me go ahead and move back over to here. We are. All right. Um, so let's go ahead and discuss, uh, Dave, if you want to try to pull up your, uh, yeah. uh, we always try to do the, the grades here. Let me see. Let me get the, let me know. Is that working for you? Yeah, I think I heard it. So let me grab it here. There it is. So right now we're going to go ahead and do the 2023 free Jacks mid season report card brought to you by Dave. Hey, all right. Uh, we'll keep it quick. I, I graded everything broken into four general categories, attack, defense, game management, and then other. Just gave each uh, category broken down further into some subcategories like set piece, attacking play, counterattack, and continuity for the attack. Mm-hmm. Um, and ended up saying, you know, each of those broken into, into two more. So there's a lot of granularity. I, I don't have to rattle off every single score but high points in the attack grades i gave us a 10 for our turnover counterattack. i think we've seen it continue to be really lethal it's a big part of our game plan um and a 9.7 in our support play when we make line breaks we always see guys there ready for the next you know to be the next man either rucking or especially when they can chain a few offloads together out on the wing mm-hmm. um, really good support play really good turnover play um nothing really poor in our attack the lowest grade I think I gave anything was just, you know, set piece possession or our line out throwing in particular and, and execution can't always blame the thrower. It always looks like it's the thrower, but sometimes it's the timing on the lifting and jumping. Um, but that hasn't been perfect. So that was like an 8.7 overall attack grade was a 9.275. So moving into uh, defense, I graded it a set piece, defensive play, scramble defense, and then mm-hmm. disruption. Um, high points were our defensive play in general, meaning just like uh, how we play during phase play. Our mm-hmm. line speed, 9.8. Cohesion, 10. We see a ton of double tackles. The team defends very well as a team and in units. 
and that really shows up there. Uh, also, tackle dominance was a 10. We are extremely physical in the tackle. Mm -hmm. It's one of the things that really lets the Free Jacks play the kind of gameplay that they want to. Um, 9.4 was the total grade for the defense, the highest grade out of all the categories. Um, moving into game management, we see it, uh, game plan, discipline, roster, and performance. So game plan, 10 creativity, execution is good, 9.2. Um, hurting us a little bit is our discipline penalties. Mm -hmm. They gave us an 8. I think it could be better. It's gotten better recently, so that kept it an 8. I was going to say, it seems a little bit generous for that score, but lately we've been doing okay with that. Yeah, I'm kind of seeing that inflection of like where mm -hmm. we're at, right? I think, it's, yep. I think it's going up. It is a little generous. Foul play, I gave us the lowest grade of anything in all mm -hmm. of them. 7.6, right. too many cards. I think any is too many. Like yep. We should try to, we should be able to play with pretty much none. I mean, if you're going to be competitive, you really want to limit that. It is very painful to lose somebody for 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. um, uh, roster utilization and depth. 10 and 9.8 have been really good and then our just performance home 9.9 .9, i would have given us a 10 if we squashed chicago or <laughs> dallas uh, uh dallas in particular a little bit more effectively mm -hmm. um and 9.265 2625 game management total and then for the other category um this one's just kind of catches a bunch of other stuff but the biggest one to highlight is just physicality i gave us a 10 in the collision a 10 for fitness i think that we are able to kind of play a sort of game plan that just wrings the other team out like mm -hmm. wet towels you know yep. really just push them in the collision and in their fitness um and use that to just pile on loads of pressure it's really i've also heard see. that's gonna be new york's name next year the the wrung out towels <laughs> the new york wrung out towels um, that's yeah, pretty we'll good see. we'll see i can't wait i i would love to beat them by wow. 35 points in quincy next time we see them but we'll, same we'll find out um yeah so overall grade 9.26875 um it's all pretty arbitrary but it's fun to kind of think about it uh, it's enjoyable to try to think about these different areas and really think about like how you would grade each one. So we'll tweet out the the scorecard. Love it. Yeah. Playing at home, you know, you can white them out, make up your own scores, see what you get. <laughs> yeah, it's a great idea. I think it's. I think we're pretty close. You know, I think I would probably have some something very very similar. I think for me, the penalties would be a little bit lower. Maybe a, maybe the lowest out of everything, maybe seven point five because it has been a, a consistent issue. But yeah. uh, foul play, I think, is fair. Everything else I, that I'm looking at here is pretty spot on. I would guess. So would that be considered like a A minus or? I think that's a, I think that's a good A nine point you know it's higher than nine point two five. Okay. I think we're yeah. I think we're in solid A category. They're they're playing great. Yeah. Um. Their penalties, the discipline area, definitely the biggest one, uh, biggest one to fix. Nothing really other than that stands out as a as a glaring problem. The next lowest probably be the like the line out. It would be an area to tighten up some something they've mm -hmm. talked about yep. a little bit, but. Yeah, looking good. The big challenges now are just keeping everything working. Yeah, that's the thing is, you know, moving forward, just got to make sure that we at least maintain this or get better in certain areas. And we should be all right for the remainder of the season with these type of uh, these scores here on your report card, Dave. Appreciate you always uh, sharing that stuff with us. And we'll get the, the end of the season uh, report card going too at that time. All right, let's talk about um, mid-season awards. We did this last year. Want to do it again? Um, 
what we've got first is most improved, and I'll go first here. Um, for me, this is Zach Bastris that gets this award from me. Mm-hmm. BT from Rugby Pick'em, who had an, uh, was on the episode in episode 74, has been singing this kid's praises since day one. The kid has unlimited potential in his second season with the Jacks. He continues to get looks in the starting lineup and in the 23 as a rotation player coming off of the bench. Uh, very proud of the Puma and can't wait to see what the future holds for him in the red, white, and blue. Hope he gets a contract extension for many, many years to stay here. What you got, Dave? Uh, I am – this was a little tough. I, I had some trouble picking. But in the end, I went with Isaac Olson. Ooh, yep. Um, he is somebody who we have seen working his way into rosters lately. Uh, he looked very good in Toronto, the most recent game. Um, and I think he's somebody who, when we think of most improved in terms of where, you know, where they've come from and where they're at now, um, I think that he has probably improved the most, mm-hmm. uh, in the last half season or so. We've seen a lot of improvement among other guys like Kyle, um, Cam, but I think that they are good now, you know, like they're, they're not that they're not getting better, but like they had that big jump. And I think now we, we expect to see them. And I think Isaac Olson is close to that in terms of how much his uh, performance has improved. I think he's mm-hmm. bulked up a lot. Yes. He's had time in the system um, to, to just learn the way they're playing. And uh, I don't think that we have seen the last of him. I agree a thousand percent with that one. What you got, Bozo? You know, uh, on to Dave's point, I, I totally agree that, you know, I think that now we expect to see guys, but I, I still don't think that that precludes, I will just, pivot a little bit and say, I don't think it precludes them entirely. And that's where I went with my pick is, is Cam Davidowitz. Yeah. Yep. Because if we remember last season, uh, I think it was on the preseason show, TK had mentioned, they're like, hey, yeah, he's a really good prospect. We're, we're really looking forward to what he's doing. And then he had mm-hmm. that breakout season. Now, obviously, I'll agree with Dave here. I don't think it's as steep as it was, but he's got three tries already and we're halfway through the season. He had one right. last season. Yep, yeah. and he's become a serious, serious impact player. And this is a hot take. I'm putting this out there, Mike Rogers. If you're listening, sign this kid to Manawatu. Ship Ooh. him out to New Zealand. Let's go. <laughs> like, oh, let's be, go. That is I'm a goal saying, of his. Because, yeah. because here's the other thing too. I'm, I'm not, I'm not dogging on our back row lineup of last year because it was a beast. But somehow we, ha- we went from this amazing back row last year to even better this year. And the kid is still staying competitive within that yeah, group. We brought point. it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you still got Jesse Peretti. You still got n- now the return of Slade McDowell. Mm-hmm. And I know that those, you know, Slade is kind of working his way back into it, but Joe Johnson is, is still getting better too. So it's like, him yep. is staying right there with them as the local guy. So I think it's hard to keep that improvement going and it may, it may have, you know, flattened a little bit, but I, yeah, he's my, he's my most improved so far because he's killing it, man. I think that's an excellent pick. I was considering him, but I wanted to move in a different direction, but I definitely could have easily picked Cam Davidowitz because he is continuing to get better. Um, and it's a great, I love the stat from one try last year. He's already got three at this point. So hope to see him continue to get better and better. And I think that's a great shout out. I would love to see Cam as a full year, you know, rugby player at a professional level. I know that's a goal of his to do that. And I would love to see him in NPC. 
Uh, Let's go year. turbos. Hell yeah. Why not? Yep. Didn't they lose every single game? So you got to, yeah, I mean, they're at the That's bottom. That's what I'm saying. Gotta, Put them build themselves up. Yeah, exactly. We've been sure. burnt to the ground. We're rebuilding better. Like a Phoenix or rising from the ashes with that excellent hair. He's Hell got yeah. the hair for it. At least. That's true. What you got, David? Uh, so I'm actually going with Bellicana. Okay. So obviously Paulo was really good last year, but yep. for me, I, I kind of complained about this a lot on my own show that he kind of had fumble fingers sometimes. Like it reminds me of a punt returner who like sees like, Oh, I've got this great channel. I'm just gonna, I'm going to blow this up. And that's when he would make the mistake. It's like his, his eyes would get ahead of his hands a little bit. And for me, that's gone this year. I don't see any of that anymore. He's just become an absolute weapon. Um, and he's become Mr. Reliable for us out on the wing. He's been awesome. It's an interesting direction that you took this. I think all of us were thinking development players, like getting better and then working their way into the side. You're taking a starter that had a less than stellar season last year, whereas the year before when he was in uh, Houston had a, just an amazing MVP caliber type of year. So I think that's a great shout because he is on pace right now to what score like 12 tries for the yep. rest of the season. Like it's insane. Last year. And I think he, He's gotten over that. Yeah. Great. Forget great about sophomore right slumps. He's killing it. You just absolutely blew my mind. I think that's an excellent uh, selection here. Uh, breaking the mold. Absolutely. Okay. Best new signing, boys. For me, there, there's a lot of great signings that the Free Jacks have brought in here. But for me, Jason Potras, and I'll, I'll go ahead with my apologies here shortly. So hang on, Bozo. Uh, Potty has really impressed in his first season with the Jacks. His kicking game has been fantastic. His vision has been great. He's not shied away from the limelight and has really taken hold of that 10 jersey in every game that he's been available for. Um He's missed a game due to illness, but still in second in league with points score at uh, 70 and successful goal kicking at 26. I considered this position group um, the lowest. I gave them a B, just a solid B, and that was the lowest that I gave all of my position grades in the offseason. And part of that was just like, I want to see what these guys can do, right? They're, they're brand new guys, him and Reese. I'm, I'm lumping Reese into that category for, the, for that position. Um, and I just wanted to see what they could do because they'd never played an MLR before, and both of them have exceeded my expectations tremendously. So, who you got, Dave? Don't don't forget, he showed up with like a five month old baby and an injury <laughs> that had been plaguing him for like eleven months, and then he just yep. slotted right in. Yep, yeah. he, he's done an amazing job. Yeah, that's no a great doubt. pick. I'm glad you picked Patros because that was one of the ones I felt bad for not picking. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to go with Andrew Quatron. Yep. Um, he has been phenomenal in the set piece scrummaging. Um, I think he's been a, a big part of how dominant our scrum has been. Hookers push in the scrums nowadays. You know, they have to hook, but they're not just hooking and hanging out. Um, they are they are generating a lot of drive as well, along with the props. I think he's doing that. His throwing is great. His mm-hmm. work at the back of the lineout is great. And then also, he's pretty handy with the ball in open play. Um, thinking about things like the, uh, you know, the little pivot pass in New York to help unlock JP to just take the hit and shuttle the ball along that, that helped generate one of those tries. He's not the only guy who's done that this season, but, uh, he's, he's real useful in every aspect. And I think he has lived up to the hype. I like you was really excited when he was signed. Um, and I think he's delivered. So quadrant. Great pick there. I think he was my second. Yeah, if I wasn't going to pick Jason, he was the the next one for me. Who you got, Bozo? 
Wow. You know, not much left to be said. I flipped a coin and it ended up being Patras because my other guy was Quatran. I flipped it. it I said heads is Jason Patras, obviously because of the amazing hair. I mean, yep. no offense, uh, Quatran, you got, you got nice lettuce, brother, but us bald guys were like a cult, okay? So don't take offense to that if you're watching. No, but I went with uh, Jason Patras. How do you come in and replace the league MVP? You know, right. I was I was high on this guy. I didn't really, you know, I couldn't watch any full games of MPC, but I did watch almost all of the highlights because uh, we were looking for our other. Uh, uh, we were, I watched a lot of the Taranaki highlights because of Jesse Peretti yep, and me too and, and stuff like that. Uh, and I knew that. I just figured because I, I, you know, I, I just think highly of NPC. So I was like, man, this guy's been an NPC for a decade. He there, I don't really see him coming here and, and laying an egg. Um, but I didn't think he actually he surprised me with how good he actually has been. Um, mm-hmm. He's such a different ten uh, than than Waka. It, it's it's weird uh, that we can just be they can be good in both their directions. Uh, right. So I just think he was the best best new signing. I think it's been the most impactful. He's the, the leading point scorer. Like. I mean, obviously, a ten always has a leg up on being the leading point scorer by virtue mm-hmm. of kicking penalties and and uh, extra, and conversions. But like, man, it, he's just been pulling defenses apart, and his ability to find the right pass when it matters has been. I mean, it's been crushing to defenses. You've seen teams try to change the way they they play. And he just is like, okay, well, option A is gone. I mean, it, he's the he's been the epitome of don't play what's in front of you play what's on he identifies mm-hmm. what is on and plays it every time and he's got that discipline to do that uh it, been very impressive to me and i will also note as a caveat my daughter just turned one uh and i know what it's like in recent memory it's very recent for me to have a five-month-old i can't imagine traveling halfway across the world and being a professional right. athlete so shout out to his wife for holding mm-hmm. it down so he can go out and play some awesome rugby for us so well said, Bozo. I really appreciate the uh, the breakdown there of Jason Patras's ability uh, so far this season and uh, what he's brought to the table. David, what you got? Well, you already kind of said this is a really tough one because we had so many good new signings. Um, almost all of them have been at least what we've been hoping for and then in a lot of cases even more than what we were expecting. Yep. Um, and Bozo, you already mentioned like, Patras, his ability to tear defenses apart. My big notes on him were his skip pass. He can always, yeah. like, mm-hmm. he goes yep. one person outside where you think it's going, and defenses are just getting, like you said, torn apart. Yep. Um, however, I had a feeling that all you guys would be saying Quatrin and Patras. And so I looked around at a couple more of my options, and I landed on Mitch Jacobson. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yep. Hell he yeah. earned himself a starting spot pretty quickly. And then he assumed the mantle of captain after Josh went out. He's been holding on to it and really providing us with on-field leadership on top of playing incredibly well. And, you know, it's funny. When I talked to him on the Scrum of the Earth before the season, he did that typical Kiwi thing of just downplaying himself. He, he basically said, well, who knows? You know, I hope I can possibly work my way into the rotation at some point. And now he's our shining light and a genuine <laughs> team leader. I'm going with Mitch Jacobson. Yeah. Excellent pickup there for sure. He was my most looking forward to. Obviously, we went over that graphic a little bit earlier, and uh, he's really brought it to the table with his leadership ability and what's happening on the pitch. Guy's a stud. Uh, so from here, let's move over to uh, MVP. This is the big uh, midseason award that we like to give out on the Jacks Rangers show. 
And for me here, it's got to be we and Conradi, the ultimate warrior, the Namibian destroyer has been on a tear so far this season, running over the opposition and dominating the carry stat in MLR with 107 carries. And that is, by the way, with a suspension. Uh, one game he was just not available due to suspension. Mm-hmm. So he's still got that very, very high number that leads the league. That is uh, eight more carries than second place. And he, like I said, he was suspended for one game. So that number should be even higher. Uh, just like Bozo predicted, he's having an MVP caliber season so far. Way to go, win Karate. Yeah. What you got, Dave? Um, well, it may not be much of a surprise that I also... There it is. There it is. Yeah, <laughs> is my MVP pick uh, yeah. as well. Everything you said, uh, often he, in addition to leading the carries stat, is for the Free Jacks leading our tackle stat. Mm-hmm. We don't let other teams play with the ball as much as we used to and as a lot, a lot of teams do. We, we um, run more phases this season, which means we don't make as many tackles in any game, which is why you don't see Free Jacks players on mm-hmm. that like tackle leader list for the yes. league. Um, but among our team, the tackles that we are making, he often is up there. He's not just carrying the ball. He's also making big stops. Um, he is a total workhorse. So, Are we going to have a clean sweep here? We've already got two. What's, what you got, Bozo? Yeah, we got three. We got yeah. three. Ding, ding. Uh, I mean, how, listen, at the end of the day, I, I, I'll try to add add to the conversation here. Like, How, how could you not? Um, the level of physicality and go forward that he does, and and I've mentioned this. Uh, if you if you pay attention, if you're a troll in the comment section with me, you'll mm-hmm. have you'll have seen this comment a few times. But uh, he he fights through every every point of contact, both in the tackle and jackling, but even on the attacking side. Like watch him when he gets tackled, he will go down and he will literally try to rotate his body to a vertical position to shorten the gate, like. That's that type of work rate stuff that is he is just never a lazy moment, man. Mm-hmm. And and he marries that unbelievable work rate with skill and and just toughness. I mean, the dude's made of titanium. Uh he's he's a I think he's the best eight in the league right now. Yep. I, and there's some yeah, I mean, pretty good eights in this league. Yeah, right? there's yeah. definitely a couple other guys in the conversation, one hundred percent. Uh I, I don't know if it would be unanimous that he's the best eight, but mm-hmm. damn, if he's not top three you're out of your mind that then For that's sure. when I'd start calling you crazy. And, yep. and it's a pleasure to have him on the team. I mean, the stuff, uh, the couple of highlights that he had there, uh, I don't think he actually scored the tries. I think it was other people that maybe he did score one of them where he was towing it, that the level of control at the back of the scrum has been wild. That San Diego mm-hmm. try uh, to Joe Johnson, I think was wild. You know what I mean? Like the level yes. of control that he had, um, he just does that stuff that continues to wow us. Like how in, in season three, this guy's still wowing us. And yep. yeah. So an yeah, incredible you, player. You, we're three for three so far, David, what you got? Yeah. Big surprise. Got a zag for you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I once again, so I, I usually know I'm going to be the fourth one and I yeah. usually know when we're all going to probably agree. So I was, I, I always look for a, a slightly different angle. This one is probably in the gray area of our rules for this, but we didn't discuss the rules. So it's okay. Um, the MVP this year for me, TK, Mr. Tom. <laughs> oh, wow. What a pivot. Jesus what a pivot. Christ. I love this. He's helped recruit his ability to manage them, make their lives as easy as possible, especially in terms of travel and those arrangements, just the huge multitude of things he ends up doing. 
I mean, for me, our success as a big group has been very much thanks to him, especially with all the lineup changes we've had week to week. He's just helped us, you know, become a strong and more importantly, deep team i think he deserves a ton of credit for how well our guys are doing overall he's the the soft-spoken mastermind behind so much of it he's he's like our secret weapon and in fact i think that should be his new nickname i think he should be secret weapon kindly that's him i cannot wait for tk to watch this whether he's watching it live right now or tomorrow whenever <laughs> we, we get this out and he's just gonna drop whatever he's doing and just, just be like well if he was a secret me. weapon he's not a secret anymore right <laughs> just well, out we just yeah. outed him plus you know him he'll be like oh thanks okay yep, yeah yep. give hilarious. a thumbs up put a thumbs up in the chat tk let's go let's go <laughs> hilarious hilarious you know what that that is uh, i did not i would have never guessed that you would pick our general manager for the mvp but you know what you made some pretty damn good arguments there i love it i love very it compelling too. final thoughts final thoughts so you know the free jacks are six and two right now um eight games into the season We've got some, you know, some remaining home games that I feel good about. Uh, the next two home games are against playoff contenders, so that's really going to show us, you know, where we're going to go this season. Obviously, with that six and two record, a lot of people are very, very optimistic. Just blowing out a team by, you know, beating them eighty points to five um, has people very, very excited. So. You know, I think a lot of people's expectations is to hoist the shield and and for good reason. You know, this team is the best in the East and they have proven that throughout the the first half of this season and it shows in the standings. It's you know, so I feel really good about where we are right now and ultimately as long as you get into the playoffs I'm going to be pretty happy, but if you hoist the shield it's going to be a very very special year for the Free Jacks fans, all the Rangers out there. So that is definitely the ultimate goal. Um, and I think we're 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 a damn good team, and I think we have an opportunity to, to do that for sure. So, Dave, what you got? Don't don't forget that eighty point game in Canada with the conversion rate. It was more like eighty six point two. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Is that adjusted for inflation? Yeah, oh yeah, a metric or something. That's something. That's Celsius to Fahrenheit, yada yada. Yeah, yeah. yeah we oh, we were so bad with the math. Oh my god. Twelve. Um. I don't. I don't have a lot for final. You know, I just mostly just empty space rattling around up there. I would love. You know, my dream. I, my. I work in education. My school year ends. I'm planning a big road trip with my family out west. Mm-hmm. We're going to Yellowstone. You know, nice. we're, we're doing all sorts of great stuff. Seeing my family who live out there. But we're driving by Chicago, and we're going to be there when the Major League Rugby final is going to happen. Interesting. And we said, you know, why don't we just go ahead and plan on going? Let's plan on being there. Yeah. And I want to see the Free Jacks there nice. mm-hmm. with my family. You know, it's uh, I, I don't think in my life I will get a lot of opportunities to go to Major League Rugby finals, especially if they continue to be at neutral venues, you know, where right. you, you know, you just got to travel. And that's that's a little tough. So. I would love for this one to see the Free Jacks there, you know, to even see them win and hoist the shield would be incredible. So I think they're on the right trajectory. They're doing what they need to do to get there. You can't control the outcome, but you can control the process. And they're doing the process right. They're doing everything they need to do to get that outcome that we all want. And they want more than we do, frankly, right? So, yep. We all have to be there, right? I mean, obviously, Dave, you know, has plans to be there, regardless of the Free Jacks make it or not. But if the Free Jacks go, like all of us have to be there, right? Like that's that's a thing that has to happen. Bozo, uh, probably not. Probably not going to make it. <laughs> Bozo's like, I don't get to just pick weekends off. 
Yeah, that's that, well. That's fair. Well, I will say there are no drill. There is no drill. I'm the commander of my unit. There's no drill in July, so I am. There's right. there's that. But so you're you know, saying there's a chance. There the chances have increased, but I might be down in Thumpertown, hanging out on the bay side with a couple of white claws, no. taking in some sun on this beautiful you're, scalp. You're gonna be with me and David <laughs> Lawrence. We're dri- we're taking turns and we're driving to Chicago. I do have a minivan. It is quite comfortable. It, it does get good gas mileage. Let's we do it. We can do that line from the Blues Brothers and everything. Exactly. Hell Love yeah. It. We're on a mission All right, from God. So, <laughs> all, you know, my final thoughts for midseason, I guess I would just say that my, my ele- I feel like my 11-5 and five record prediction is looking more and more like it's going to come to fruition. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, we're still on pace for all y'all's 12-4 and four, uh, if we mirror it up. Uh, but I just don't think we will mirror it up because there were teams that we didn't see in the front half of our season. Atlanta was being one of them. So we still got them twice. Uh, Houston at home, uh, you know, based off of our way too early predictions, I don't think we thought too much of Houston. We went down there preseason and they beat us uh, pretty good. The West, I mean, this is crazy to think that we're number one in the East, but we're probably number four in the West, you know? Yeah. So, you know, we still got, there's still a lot of rugby left to be played, but, you know, crazier things have happened, like 10 game win streaks and things like this. So, exactly. you know, I think 11 and five is looking pretty good. Uh, I feel pretty good about the team. I think some of the things that uh, we already kind of touched on this, but I just hope to see the discipline to continue to improve because as that's improved, we've really turned the screws mm-hmm. and won games. And so I think that you know, as long as that metric kind of keeps trend or uh, what, what was the word you use? Inflection. As long as that inflection just kind of st- instead of going beep, beep, uh, like hopefully I, I kind of want us to flatline and be like beep, like up here <laughs> and be good, you know, and, and just be good, good, well disciplined rugby players. And I mean, listen, I think good things are going to happen to this team based on the front half of the season. I fully expect us to make the playoffs. Uh, let's go. Let's, let's go. go. I'm freaking fired up. Get at me in the comments too, unless you're Dan from Merrimack. Shut up about that Chicago pick. It's a uh, a 16 hour drive essentially without stopping. To, uh, to I mean, Chicago. listen, listen. I I've done crazier things. Small caveat: <laughs> I drove 19 and a half whatever hours to Munster, Indiana, to go to a brewery. I pretty much got. I drank way too much. Let's just put it that way. I was hurting very badly the next morning. <laughs> then I waited in line for like an hour and a half just to buy a case from the same brewery, and then I drove 19 and a half back. So Jesus. crazier things have happened. It was a younger me. Yeah. But you know, I can, I can hang. David, Red you're going with us, you right? You're, you'll be in the minivan. Me, you and Bozo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's 16 hours to Chicago. we got a full tank of gas. It's dark and we're wearing sunglasses. Hell yeah. Hit Let's it. do it. <laughs> My final thoughts are all pretty positive. Uh, you know, I'm really happy. Like every, like all of us with how we're doing this year, our only two losses came against top teams and away from home. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I can see us visibly improving every single week. The experience at Fort Quincy continues to get better and better as well. Mm-hmm. I think right from the players all the way up to every single coach and staff member, we have continuity and cohesion coming out our ass. And <laughs> all of the, these little things seem to have their arrows pointed up and in the right direction. I just I think we're going to even be even better by the end of this year than we were last season. Um, I remember we we talked after last year about how scary it seemed with lots of players leaving, obviously before we were able to sign anyone new. And now we've got a new group that's clicking just as well. It's, it's really remarkable. It's a good day Mm -hmm. to be a free Jacks fan. 
every day is a good day to be a Free Jacks fan. It's great to be a Free Jack. Um, you know, it, it, it's so encouraging to see this team be so consistent um, because not a lot of sports fans out there get this. Sometimes their team's good, and then for six years they'll be shit. Um, so thankfully we're continuing this. I want it to be a cultural tradition that the Free Jacks make the playoffs every single year, and they're in the, uh, you know, they're in the race to win the championship. I think that's so important. You know, these are early days in this league, and you want to establish yourself as a contender every single year uh, because this market essentially demands that these fans want to see a winning product. These fans around here are passionate and very knowledgeable about rugby, so they want to see a good product on the field. So, And, and the Free Jacks are delivering as an organization. We know that they're the best. Uh, own pitch has finally come around. You know, we were talking back in 2021 about how this team just needed to put it together because we knew that the organization was really, really good, and we just needed to see it more on the pitch. Well, we got it now. So, I mean, we gotta we gotta cherish these moments for sure. And uh, yeah, it's it's great to be a free jack. So, that's it. That's all I got, boys. Um, <laughs> if there's no further comments, I think we know what we got to do. In three, two, one, huzzah! huzzah. huzzah. Woo! Thank you. Appreciate it. Cheers, you. guys. Thanks, guys. Bye.